You think you got a fart, but it could be more than a fart. Room podcast is back in the house. My name is Darian. I am hopped up on Irish whiskey and monster energy. I'm wearing my wife's underwear. Miss Monica is here. She is not wearing any underwear. No, I am not. She refuses to wear. I put a stipulation <laughs> that she has to wear underwear in my house. She said, F right off. I will not wear underwear. And that is the end of the story. And I said, Everybody else from now on has to wear underwear except Monica. I would have to go buy some. And that's not going to happen. And I, I've offered to buy you some. <laughs> I've offered to do it. I said I would buy you some Minnesota Viking underwear. You said no. I offered to buy you some uh, Billy Idol underwear. You said no. It's fine. It's fine. You, you, my dear, are the exception to the rule. You know, when I used to wear underwear, I would only wear jockey for her. Okay. I like that. It's, it, were, that's hot. Those that's were hot, cute underwear. It, yes. <laughs> the, I, 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 I dig that about you. The first girlfriend that I ever had used to wear boxer shorts. And that oh, was it. Oh, okay. And she said... Girl style or boy style? Well, boys jock, uh, uh, boxer shorts, but she would get buy like the youth... Size, uh-huh. you know, yeah. So they would fit her super tight. Oh, and okay, I got it. She had a, a very carnal explanation for that, but I'll spare you the details. Regardless, powerful Miss Monica here on episode four hundred. I'm glad you made it. Back. I know number four hundred. It's number four hundred of the Padded Room Podcast. Wow. Now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Darian, let's have a party. Mm-hmm. Let's celebrate. This is the big four zero zero. Yeah. I say nay. Let's not. Let's not have a party. Oh. Here's why. Here's okay. here's why. Uh, celebrating a milestone like 400 would would connotate as as if it were a milestone. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question. Do you remember your 400th day at your job? <laughs> no. no, no, of course not. Because it was probably a Wednesday. You were probably mad at your boss. And you just came in and you was like, yeah, okay, all right. And then you went right to work. Right? Wow. Because you knew there was going to be a 401st uh, day at your job. Maybe I should start marking it on the calendar. Like, a pris- like, like, a like prisoner, in prison. Like a prisoner yeah. inmate. Yeah. With little fucking hash marks. And, oh. Wow. <laughs> I'm so going to try to do that. If we were to... I, here's here's my, my um, stance on celebrating milestones. A milestone denotes that it's going to end at some point. Yes, mm-hmm. we made it to 400. But at mm-hmm. this point, we're not going to stop. So yeah. 400 means nothing to us. Yeah. Talk to us at 1,000. We'll have a party at 500. 
I will... Um, That's appe- midway. Here, here's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I'm going to put this out there right now. And <laughs> I expect you to hold, hold, hold me to this. Okay. I will appear shirtless on... Uh, the psycho. Well, I don't know if they'll still be around, but the Psycho Bunny Death Cult. Uh-huh. I will appear topless. Oh, okay. Or uh, if they're not, Monica will go live on Facebook in the uh, inmate recreational area, <laughs> and I will appear topless. And <laughs> I'll wear pasties. And that Monica day. will wear pasties for episode five hundred. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll do separate videos, and because I really don't think anybody wants to see me topless. So, I mean, it's kind of criminal to force them to look at me just to see you. you know I, I mean? better, like, start working out now. Uh, me too. And get a tan again. Me too. I'm going to go right back on the vegan diet. <clears throat> Vegetarian, uh, no carbs, whatever. Anyway, Miss Monica, how are you? You're back from Billings, Montana. Uh, yes. How was, how was the, uh, the sojourn up, up to the Pacific Northwest? It was really good. Yeah. Like I was telling you, it's very nice up there. Very laid back. Very cool. I would like totally move there in a heartbeat. Is that crazy? I, I don't think... <laughs> I, I like being like in the trees, in the woods. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, I, I don't like that part. Yeah, I liked the flatland part. The farmer's land. Okay. No trees for me. What's your, what's your problem with trees all of a sudden? I just say I am not a tree person. I What's feel, your problem? How can you not be a tree person? Don't, I I don't like tree. Okay, they don't do what? anything. They just stand there. Yeah, but they block the sun. Oh God! They the have tanning. they have bugs. The tanning. <laughs> the tanning. Okay, bugs. Leaves sure. when the leaves. You don't like fall. leaves. Yeah, oh, it's beautiful. Uh, no. It's beautiful. That's a lot of work. You got to rake it up and then you let your... Well, I let my kids jump in the big leaf pile. <laughs> you could let your dogs run around in the leaves. Then I got to rake it up again. Dude, get a blower. That's why we don't have trees at my house. Blow it into the we- neighbor's yard. It's now their problem. <laughs> but yeah, the whole lifestyle is different too. It is. It's the Pacific Northwest, dude. It's very... And- it's a very crunchy groove up there, which and I did. And the driving, too. Like, everybody's mellow. Nobody's in and a hurry. Da- yeah, yeah, nobody's in a hurry. I love that. I love Everything that is cheap there. You know what it is? Hmm. Honestly, weed. Weed has been legal up there for, like, 25 years. Really? Yeah. So oh. they are mellowed the F out. Well, da- that's down, good. Down, we just got weed, like, last year. Here, but everybody's here crazy here. I know, but this is this is Reno, Nevada, <laughs> land of a bazillion uh, trailer parks. So weed to us equals shotguns and uh, weird uh, knife fights in the middle of the night. You so, know what it is now, and I've I've come to that side now where hmm. people bitch about the Californians coming here. Yeah. Yeah, we have too many Californians, and they've shot everything up in our town. It's true. It's the truth. And they drive horribly. Um, <laughs> they Well, yeah, there is that. I mean, there's no getting around that. Most no. Most need to learn how to drive. Yes. They're used to being on like the, the 5 or the 405 or the 101, where it's it's just like uh, it's like a Mad Max movie, you know? So, just hey, just chill the... F- we're, we got weed now, so... <laughs> It's going to take us a good 10, 20, 12 years. But we're to go- catch up to We're that. all going to mellow the hell out. And then it's going to be a crunchy vibe all the way around. And I, I like that. I'm, I'm ready for that. Uh, we got How was ra- your Halloween? Oh, my. Oh, God. I, it's, dude, it's this neighborhood that I'm in. I can't leave this neighborhood because of Halloween. You understand that? 
I love. Yeah. I can't. It's too much fun. I love it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Every house that I take my my son. I got a five year old and a two year old. We all, we all go trick or treating. My son is now in kindergarten, so he's got a bunch of his cronies that come up, and we all go trick or treating with their parents. This neighborhood is a goddamn block party on Halloween. You go to the the kids go trick or treating, and every house that they trick or treat. Uh, they the the parents give you they either pour you a glass of wine or they give you a shot. Nice. You are hammered. Um, three doors down from your driveway, you're done. You're done ski. Very nice. It is because you can just walk and not have to worry about a DUI. It's true. We got mm-hmm. a guy a couple doors down that's got a golf cart, and he just <laughs> he just he just peels around the neighborhood. Come on, what are you two? All right, you're at, you're cut off. You get in the cart. Come on, I'm gonna take you home. It's great, man. I love it. I nice. I can't. I can't leave this neighborhood ever because it's too much fun. Yeah. Maybe eventually, I figure there's going to be like a hit and run up here, or uh, somebody's mm. going to get stabbed because that's just how we do it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> then Halloween is going to shut down, and then we can officially move the neighborhood. Okay. <laughs> All right, you fucking maniacs. Episode 400, Halloween stabbings notwithstanding, we have a regular show to do. We got horror news, listener mail, all the regular uh, pajesus. Let's go ahead with a little horror news, Miss Monica. Horror news. Hit us with your best shot, kiddo. I'm really upset because I forgot my post-it. Oh, However, no. <laughs> you brought the book. If I can remember. You brought the whole book with you, but you forgot the post-it. Well, because the book oh, was in the fuck. car, and so while I was working, I was Googling right. at the same time. Son of a gun. I do have word okay. that Jurassic World that will be coming out June 11th of 2021 mm-hmm. will star the old cast is going to be in there. The entirety of it? Uh, Sam Neill, okay. Laura Dern, right. and Jeff Goldblum. That's all you need, really. Are all signed on. I think uh, is Newman, Newman is, is he alive? The no, because he he's the one that got he, ate. Yeah, on the shitter. he got eaten, right? Yeah, on yeah. the shitter. Yeah, uh-huh. fuck. So he's fuck. not coming back. Sa- so did Samuel L. Jackson. But Chris Pratt will be back. Oh, he's gonna. It's gonna be a, like a like a melding of the two. Yeah, they didn't say like how they're gonna combine I it. it. I got I got to get caught up on the Jurassic stuff. I can't believe you haven't. I'm gonna do it, it eventually. I'm too busy. Watching movies from the 70s that nobody else knows about. (laughs) (laughs) And there was one other, uh, let's see. There was one thing that I did read today that Quentin Tarantino Uh said that Crawl is his favorite movie of 2019. (laughs) I was like, oh, he's on the right page uh, as me. (laughs) Okay, we're going to, yeah, we're going to, we're going to get into Crawl here in a second. Mm Mm-hmm. And there was one other piece of information I had. Okay. Uh, it was keep your eyes open for a movie that's been making its way around the circuit. All like, right. Um, showings. I believe it was called... Nightingale. Oh, no. Okay. That's what I was trying to find. Exploding Heads? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's called Exploding Heads. Yeah, I think that's what it was called. Okay. Which is really weird because the movie's been out for two years now. Oh. They just have not released it. Okay. And I don't know because if it was too gruesome. Well. Oh. 
but I did see the trailer for it, and it really looked awesome. See, there, there, there's like a trend going on in the indie horror, even in the the Hollywood scene, where we have to give our our movies titles that are completely um, transparent and borderline obnoxious. I.e., we have films like "Don't Fuck in the Woods." Oh, well. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. And it's when you when you just put it out there like that, it's like okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed. Of course, it's gonna end up being a shit movie. But when you just put it out there in the title like that, well, that's I that's what I was trying to double check. I could have been wrong, but the movie is basically about seven you know young adults get together and play a game, okay. and um, eventually it comes down to you have to kill someone or your head is going to explode. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, I have no problem killing someone before my head explodes. Yeah, uh, I actually needed, I just needed a reason to, to but get But yeah, if you see the trailer for it, it's pretty cool because the eyes like start like oh, bugging God. out really slowly and all of a sudden, uh, I don't know if I want a slow head explosion. If you're going to pop the, the dome, then let's just get it over with. <laughs> and then the one thing I know Jessica Feeney is probably excited about is the remake of Black Christmas. There's a third one. It does. I I know, and I've seen the trailers. Um, I'm I'm already taking issue with this one. I wasn't mad at the first remake. Did you see the the what was it? 2011, I think. The yes, I remake? yeah, I seen. Them I wasn't both. mad at that one. It's got it's very atmospheric. It stays in the house. We don't get into all the police drama. Mm-hmm. This one, it, uh, I saw the trailers, and it yeah. looks like they laid it all out in the trailer. Thank you. So I almost felt like, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, to me. It was too busy. The, just the trailer. Just the trailer. I mean, was you, too busy. You basically got a thirty-five second snapshot of the entire film in the trailer. <laughs> Now I get it, and this is this is kind of the luxury of the remake is that we've all seen, we we just have to assume that everybody's already seen the original, mm-hmm. and thus we can just kind of say, you know, we we know where this is going, so let's just put it out there. Yeah. So why make a third one? I don't. I, and it's re- what, less than eight years since the last one. Yeah, this one's coming out December thirteenth. I feel like this falls into the category of the Cabin Fever remake. Of, oh. uh, I know, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Monica looks like I just slapped one of her children. <laughs> the worst remake ever of a movie. Uh, there are worse. Oh. There are ways bad. I'll give you that. I'll, tell you, I'll, give you, I'll, I'll give you one redeeming quality of the Cabin Fever remake. What is I lo- that? I love a hot female Officer Winston. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all I got for you. That's all I got for you. Okay. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I feel like it, it didn't need to be remade. It was too soon for mm-hmm. a remake. Yeah. And it's the same, if it's the same story, uh, yeah, like you said, we already know what's happening. I know. Why do just, we have to watch it again? You squeezed it all into the fucking trailer, dude. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. And I was already upset when I saw the trailer of where the, the killer already like grabs the the icicle off and she falls backwards like oh my god no because i'm gonna stand there too and say the same thing sadly that's probably the best kill of the whole movie (laughs) and that that is no good 
Oh, no. You got anything else, baby That's doll? That's all I got. I got a few things here, buckaroonies. Uh, good news for, uh, well, at least for me. I'm excited for this. Looks mm. like Shudder has renewed Creep Show. <gasps> I saw that. For a second season. Are you caught up on the Creep Show? Uh, no, I got two more to do. Um, I'm I'm a little behind myself, dude. But really, y- you set the precedence with the dollhouse. I I don't know that you can top that. That for a fifteen minute short was bangerific. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean that that is you got. I, I saw the you know you got Jeffrey Combs as the Nazi and the werewolf soldiers and that's yeah. All I wasn't really feeling that it's, one. It's fine. It's it is what it is. But mm-hmm. that fucking dollhouse segment. That's all you need, really. It's too bad they can't make that one like into a full movie. They fucking well. Sh- I mean, I don't know how you do it. Just sequence after sequence of dolls looking worried and. Oh, I can think of a few. Oh, it could get real nasty. Yeah, because yeah. you can keep pawning off the house or, to uh, other people. The dolls could get downright pornographic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you catch you catch the mom and the dad after a couple glasses of wine. Hey, what's that on the TV over there? <laughs> yeah, and then the head shows up. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. This is a menage a head all of a sudden. Uh, here's some, uh, I don't I don't know, uh, somewhat interesting news. Scream Factory, the, the guys that do our all of our custom DVDs and Blu-rays with all the bonus features, they are releasing a almost four-hour-long director's cut of The House That Jack Built. I saw that. Now, I don't know that I have the time in my life to spend four hours on a movie. Although I have to admit, I'm a bit curious at what got cut out of that movie. Huh. Boring as shit, uh, for the most part. There are some decent scenes in there. You remember the house that Jack built? Yeah, I was just thinking that one scene was the only disturbing one. The the kid getting shot? Yeah, where he takes the mom and her two kids out to the to the shooting range. Yeah, and then, yeah. I didn't like that. It, that that's a rough one. <laughs> yes, it was. But I mean, goddamn, man. I, I mean, that is it's a polarizing film for me. If it wasn't three hours long, I would be a little more on board with it. And we need we need some more exposition as to who the fuck the mom and the two kids were, what they were doing out there with him to begin with. And how we came to the situation where we're suddenly playing American Gladiators from the Sniper Tower. You know what I'm saying? I don't... I mean, because he's like, I took the mom and the children, and then and then cut to, he's up in the Sniper Tower, and mom and kid are huddled behind the thing, and then he blows the kid's leg off, and mom is trying to feed the dead kid a pie all of a sudden. That's a bit... It's a bit of a, a jump there. It's a bit of a reach, uh, Mr. Lars von Trier. But to be honest with you, I am a bit curious as to what we didn't see in that movie. Not that I'm going to spend four hours to, to I guess I could it. push through it because I watched those uh, serial killer and forensic... Yeah, forensic files. I can sit through all of those and listen and be I like, could, what? I, ju- I just don't want to watch that movie again is, is the main part. So you do that and let me know... Yeah, what, I'll what do okay. that for you. All right, excellent. Uh, filming has wrapped on a new Wrong Turn movie. Have you heard anything about this? No. I got some good news. Uh, our old friend Mike Nelson is directing. Mm-hmm. And you may remember him from The Domestics. He's been on this here <gasps> oh, podcast okay. before. So uh, I still can't... <laughs> I've The news is already broken, and I've been texting him nonstop, and he will not confirm this. 
I text, I've got his personal phone number. I'm like, Mike, are you doing the wrong turn or what are you doing over there? And he'll, he'll reply with ha 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 ha. Huh. That's okay. That wasn't a joke. It was a question, sir. Regardless, um, (laughs) according to bloody disgusting filming has wrapped on it. Now here's the thing. Uh, wrong turn franchise. We know it. We love Mm -hmm. parts of it. Some of it. One or two. Uh, the Hattiger brothers, Uh not included in this movie. Oh, we're going a whole new route here. Okay. How do you feel about that? I'm curious. Okay. Let me regale you. I've got a list of some of the villains here. Okay. Wild Boar Skull, Wolf Skull, Eagle Skull, and I believe Fox Skull. Those are the character names of the villains. Okay. So I think we're going, and from what I read of the synopsis, which by the way has not been confirmed to me by Mike Nelson, neither has any of this really, uh, it has something to do with a cannibalistic cult mm. more than a family. Okay. I'm still curious. I'm. It's got my attention because all those nicknames. Uh, I picture that they are probably wearing a wolf. Said skulls. Yeah. Yes. Or like the foxtail. I'm. And, I'm already getting like a Mad Max feeling from this. Oh, I'm getting a Hills Have Eyes feeling. I get that. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> I understand that. Either way, I'm, I'm whatever. Uh, maybe after the movie comes out, I can get him back on. The so show. is it just wrong turn? It's going to be called Wrong Turn. Yes. Okay. And as from the looks of it, we're I'm thinking reboot. Oh, okay. Which we're just going a different direction. Uh, yeah, I think. I don't know, man. Every time I text him, he he does. He's nice enough to reply, but he's completely ambiguous about his replies and will, refuses basically to tell me a goddamn thing. The son of a bitch. Okay. I'm gonna stop texting. Because those, you know, no, uh, cannibal <laughs> people, they didn't. <laughs> They didn't look right anyway. The I get it. Brothers? Yeah, I get that there was inbreeding, but not every inbreed would look that ridiculous. Oh, you mean they wouldn't affix uh, bear traps to <laughs> yeah. their jaws? Yeah, thank you. In a weird space orcish kind of a way. I admit, yeah, you're probably right. I feel like there should have been some toxic waste or something to, you know, step that up a little bit. Uh, Hulu is turning Clive Barker's Books of Blood into a feature film. Oh, okay. I saw this, but I'd never read the book. Uh, you've seen some of the movies, I guarantee it. Have you seen a movie called Dread? Mm. That's where uh, the college kids take the vegan... Oh, this is appropriate in a weird way. They take the vegan girl and lock her in a closet with a steak, and she can't come out until she eats it. Oh, no, I have not seen that. Uh, it's pretty good. I might have to watch that. It's a pretty good show. Mm. Uh, she she holds out for long enough for the steak to acquire maggots and weird uh, flies mm. and stuff, and then she eventually eats it. Ew. Uh, Candyman, oddly enough, came out oh, of the Oh, okay. So I'm interested. I, I'm thinking probably anthology, but who knows where they're going to go with this. Hmm. Lastly, here's something you're going to be very excited for. April's Fool's Day. 1986. I saw that. Getting the Scream Factory Blu-ray release. That's cool. I like that movie. You like that one? I've always liked it. I'm not mad at it. It's. I would totally be into doing something like that. I would love to do it. I would love to go to a weird... Yeah. Anything that involves murdering off my friends in a systematic (laughs) fashion, I'm into that. I want to do that. Yeah, the parole officer always says that. He's all, why don't you guys think of something like that? We and in, do we something in, like that. We invented a thing party game 
Well, I invented it, but you gave it a thumbs up, you know. Yeah, which one? The one where we uh, we go to a party and then we just start singling people out and calling them the thing. <laughs> I had a whole rule. Oh, that's right. I yeah. do remember that. I had that. like a whole rule system behind it where yeah. they had to leave something behind with blood and then they get like a green tea Yeah, somewhere. we need to do that. We should. Yeah. We should, but we can't tell anybody. No. We'll call it a field test. There you go. There it is. That, my dear, is all we have on the uh, horror news. Are you ready for some listener mail, baby doll? Yes. Let's do that. Somebody better have wrote in. Uh, Don't get your (laughs) hopes up. (laughs) Listener mail. We got a couple emails, a couple voicemails, all the regular shenanigans. Let's start it off in Oakland, California with my pod girlfriend, Miss Angel. Hi, Angel. It's been forever. It has, along with everybody else. Uh, subject line, I'm still here. I'm listening regularly, just haven't had a chance to write in. I'm not watching, though, so I don't know what Buddy's beard looks like. I'm sure the ladies love it, though. Um... Picture like a unkept ZZ Top, I think, is the best way to describe it. Although oh. ZZ Top would come down to like belly button Yeah, range. he's on his way. He's like nipple range <laughs> with the beard. I don't think it's... Well, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> I've been attempting 31 Days of Horror, but also fallen behind. I wonder if you and the listeners have like a three on the meat hook, if you will, of movies to watch to get ready for Halloween. Besides the movie Halloween. I have my favorites, and most of them aren't really Halloween specifically themed, but just get me in the spooky mood. I watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 version with Jessica Biel. And I also love to watch They Live Every Year and Cabin in the Woods. Mm. I actually hadn't seen any of the Texas Chainsaw movies in a while, just because you guys, I'm revisiting some of them and seeing some of them for the first time. In the Terra Dome, I'm going to take the tall man... All right, just hold your horses there, Angel. The tall man over uh, Frankenstein. I like that. Uh, I'm taking the tall man in singles and the Lost Boys in teams. Very good. I know you guys probably gave up on American Horror Story, but have you seen any of the 1984 season yet? Yes. I've been pleasantly surprised at a recent binge I did on some of the episodes. I really enjoyed Crawl. I'm not sure we've had a decent alligator horror flick. Hopefully you guys liked it also. Happy birthday month to Monica Angel. Thanks, Angel. Thanks, Angel, for writing in. That's very cool of you. Yeah. Monica, who do you think would win in a fight between the tall man from the Phantasm franchise and Frankenstein's monster? Well, I am definitely taking the tall man. That a girl. No doubt about it. I do it just to spite everybody, because everybody seems to hate the tall man, and I don't feel that that is warranted. I think they hate the tall man because they can't argue the fact that he can step out of this dimension. He can do it. And go somewhere else. And and then come back. Yeah, and you fuckers can't follow him. And what the fuck is a butcher knife going to do against a flying sphere (laughs) with a drill bit? (laughs) Exactly. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Who do you think would win in a fight between Vengeful Ghosts and the Lost Boys, baby doll? Oh, man. These guys are both already dead. It's true. 
And when you say vengeful ghosts, I'm picturing the characters from uh, 13, 13 Ghosts. ghosts. Yeah. Cool. I'm into that. Oh. However, the vampires can still be killed and the ghosts can still roam. I'm going to go with the ghosts. Okay. That's, that's one more for the ghosts. Right on, kiddo. Uh, let's see who's up next on the email line. Coming to us all the way from the old... Um, here comes from Sydney, Australia. It's Tim. Hi, Tim. Subject line, I'm shit. <laughs> You're poopoo? I don't know if he just wanted me to say that because I have to read the subject line mm. or he meant it for him. I don't know. I am the shit. I No, just shit. <laughs> Not the shit. Shit. There's a whole other thing there. Yes, hello. I need. I know I keep forgetting to email. I'm shit. I know. How are we all? How was Halloween for everyone? I'm still recovering. I can't drink worth a shit anymore, and it takes me three to four days to recover. Mm. It's called getting old, yeah. sir. It happens to the best of us, and I am sorry. Um, you know, I mean, fuck. I, you know, I can't do it either. Dude, let me tell you what happens to me if I drink beer. I become My body becomes an orchestra of farts and belches and uh, me having to excuse myself to go to the bathroom every eight minutes. I can't, and that's just beer. You know what I'm saying? I can't do it. I just, my belly, I get so bloated, it's disgusting. I'm getting to where I black out. Really? And I can't remember. Oh, no. I wake I, up and go, oh, fuck, what happened? I have to stick to shots. That's that's the only way I can do it anymore. Anyway, Terradome, I'm going to take Frankenstein's monster, and I'm going to have to go with the ghosts. It pains me to do that, but yeah... But yeah, what do vampires do to ghosts? I agree. Uh, two more for the ghosts. Bang. And two more for, well, Frankenstein's on the board anyway. I'm excited to hear you talk about Crawl. It's sitting comfortably in my top 10 of 2019. So hopefully you enjoy it as much as I did. Anyway, till next time, Tim in Australia. Thank you very much for writing in, Tim. Tim out. You are a wonderful uh, human being. And now we have some voicemails here. Let me get all queued up for the voicemail section of this here show. Let's get right down to stinky, rotten Alabama land of alligators, from what I understand, and other uh, amphibious, carnivorous things. So let's get down there with the Crocodile Dundee of people that call into the podcast. Here comes Alan... Cha-cha. Richie Ramirez, the people that call you Richie Ramirez. You guys suck, and Buddy does have a nice beard. Oh. Anyway, uh, she's playing. Buddy does have a nice beard. I uh, hope everybody had a great Halloween. Darian, uh, Doug, y'all's pictures all looked awesome. Oh, thanks, man. Uh, everybody looked cool. Uh, Buddy, Egyptian Pharaoh was pretty sweet. Anyway, I uh, hope the game's all back together. Hmm. Paradome, give me the tall man, and... I'm just going to go to Lost Boys. Um, I know Monica wasn't there. Um, really haven't watched any movies. If you aren't watching American Horror Story 1984, you don't sleep on that. That's pretty badass. Uh, I'm going to do it. That's a love letter to slasher movies. Nice. Anyway, uh, really enjoyed the season of the Saw. Like, Me too. That is my favorite franchise. Um, I even like the bad ones. You know, <laughs> I don't really care how wacky it gets. It gets the, that I really like. It gets a little wacky. Anyway, that's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Bye-bye. You too, Alan. <clears throat> Thank you for calling in, sir. 
Um, I'm into that. I got to get caught up on uh, 1984. I know that. I still haven't mm-hmm. watched Apocalypse, dude. So I'm, oh, I'm, I'm not going to go back and watch it. You gave up on it. I gave up on that when one. When Tate Langdon got raped. Is that, was that your quitting point? No, I just didn't like the whole uh, politi- political thing. It's not for me. Did you watch Cult? Which one was that one? That was the entire season of politics, pretty much. Oh. That was the one with the clowns and the... Uh, um, yeah, I didn't watch that one. I mean, it get, it gets extremely political, mm-hmm. but I felt that it was fair in that it didn't really take a side. Because this was right after the Trump-Clinton uh, mm-hmm. election. And, it, I mean, you're walking into a beehive of just horse shit either way you look at it. But uh, it didn't really pick a side. It poked, it you know, poked both sides equally. Okay. So, what, I'm, I, I, dude, I got to get caught up on the American Horror Story. I am a fucking nightmare right now. Uh, he called back one more time. Let's go right back to the... Um, um, the Daniel Robitaille of people that call into the podcast. <laughs> Here's Alan again. Conan the Barbarian of people that call into your show. Call back, uh, Darian's He Never Dies. Fuck! I love that movie. Anyway, Me too. Uh, you know, I remember, yes, what movie we watched. We did watch Scary Stories Telling the Dark. Oh, yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. Very um, cool. Watched it with two of my nieces. That was a lot of fun. Uh, one was 15, the other's 12. Cool. Watching them kind of, you know, hide under the covers and stuff like that. <laughs> we were watching in the living room. Uh, my 12-year-old niece also watched the uh, Halloween 2008. And she really liked it. Hmm. Or not 2008, 2018. Um, I thought I didn't get to watch it with them. I was at uh, work. But I thought it was really cool they let her watch that and that she liked it. And it did scare her a little bit, you know, start them young. And, and um that's all I got again. Y'all have a great one. Bye. I often struggle with that because I grew up in a horror house, and so mm-hmm. did you, from mm-hmm. what I understand. And I'm fine. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not like skinning cats in my basement or anything like that. But yeah. my, my stance, and I don't know if this applies to all horror fandom, is that my kids can watch whatever they want, and if they get scared, they're free to leave the room. I'm not going to force them to watch anything that I'm watching. Right. If they have nightmares or if they want to talk about what they just saw, I'm happy to do that with them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but sometimes I feel like, like my fucking in-laws are in town and I'm like, today I'm watching Crawl and we're watching a cop basically get uh, drawn and quartered by alligators. <laughs> and here comes my sister-in-law. I don't know if they should be watching this. And my son is like, whoa, that was awesome. And I'm like, I think he can handle it. I'd be like, this is real. Yeah, he I mean. He could really get eaten by an alligator. That's why we don't live in Florida, sweet pea. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's, that's the gist of it. Right on, man. Uh, Monica, do you have anything for Alan, Tim, or Angel? No, but thanks, guys. Thank you, guys, um, for hanging with yeah. us. For 400 episodes, those of you that have been around for 400 episodes. Yeah, letting us know what you're watching. Yes. Did you you watch Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark? Yeah, but I stopped it. Why? Because it was just like, it was it's, it, I, it I, I keep meaning to rewatch it because everybody is saying it's so good. So I want to rewatch it again. It's fine. It's got some pretty kick ass special effects and there are some genuinely creepy scenes, but I felt that overall it was a kid's movie. 
Which I get as far as where they are in the house. That's it? That's like 20 minutes in, man. You didn't make it past the 20-minute mark? No. Fuck. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is boring. If I remember right, it's like two hours, too. So oh. you gotta be you got to be in for the long haul. But it, it fits into that Guillermo del Toro kind of kids-y, fairy tale-y kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Did you ever read Scary Tales to Tell in the Dark? No. I mean, if you like the books, you're going to love that. They're, they're basically kids' stories, too. No, I'll probably watch the movie this what? week. Yeah, well, just check it out. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I think it's good. It fits into a good Halloween watch that you can put on without traumatizing your children. Mm, right. Yeah, unless you got my children who are already <laughs> serial killers, in which case they're traumatizing <laughs> me. All right, Monica, you ready to get into a movie here, kiddo? Yes. Let's get it on. The state of Florida has issued a Category 5 hurricane warning. All residents must evacuate immediately. Grab your families, your loved ones, and get out. Dad! We won't be able to come for you. Dad! I can distract them for you. You got this! You need to go now. I'm not leaving you here! That's right, inmates. We're talking about Crawl from 2019. Mm-hmm. This movie came out this year. A lot of people saying this is the best movie of 2019 so far. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're, it's, I would put it in my top five. Mm. It's pretty pretty good. It's pretty intense. Uh, it stars Barry Pepper, of all people. Yay. Do you remember Barry Pepper? Yes. Did you watch? Uh, <laughs> Don't you, even say it. I, well, it bears bringing up, I think. Don't when you say... <laughs> He was in a little movie called Battlefield Earth. 
The only thing we like remember him. By. I'm sorry, but when a, when a movie is that bad, I mean, it pretty much killed his career to where he's now doing alligator movies, my dear. He didn't. It he was wasn't A-list. him. It was John Travolta. John Travolta killed his career. Let me explain to you what it is that's so. But this movie is based on a book by L. Ron Hubbard. Who founded Scientology. Now, I've never read the book, um, but the movie is horrific. Mm. And a lot of people are calling it the worst box office flop in history. It's, I, to be honest with you, I've never made it all the way through it. I've tried on various occasions oh. to watch it. Have you seen it? I think I've seen it did like you, three times. Did you watch the whole thing? Yes. Three times you watched it? Yes, because the parole officer loves this. Re- are you serious? <gasps> I'm serious. Anything oh with John Travolta. Really? He's taken, I know. Oh, my I God. Know. Okay. All right. We didn't know that about Monica's <laughs> husband slash parole officer, but now we do. And that just kind of made things a little bit weird. <laughs> Really? Yes. You can. There are much better John Travolta movies to watch. You got your Pulp Fiction. You got your uh, what? Saturday Night Fever, the disco movie. That's something, right? Oh, he. Uh, what was that one? Uh, the cowboy one. There was a cowboy one. Yeah, he's in a cowboy one. Oh, uh, Rhinestone Cowboy. Yes, that one. Uh, uh, face Off. Face Off, much better movie. Uh, Odd Mother's ex read the book and liked it, but hated the movie. It's it's a hard. I can't get through it, man. All right, enough about Barry Pepper. It's bad, but it, it basically killed his career. That's how bad the the goddamn movie was. Even Scientologists didn't like the fucking movie, and it's written by their, uh, their messiah or whatever they want to call him. I don't know. Fuck all. It's also starring a young lady by the name of Kaya Scodelario. Um. I don't know how I feel about Kaya Scodelario. She is very intense looking in this movie. And I'm not going to say that she's unattractive, but I'm not going to say that she's attractive either because... She what? reminds me of another actress. I can't think of her name right now. I'll uh, think about it. She's got like a like a slightly more manly Kristen Stewart thing going on. And later on when she... As the movie goes on and she gets more and more... Com- competitive then she gets even more manly looking and i'm not saying that's a bad thing not a manly just a little rough looking and i i like to think of it as intense say that three times fast <laughs> okay i don't know man it's uh i don't know i don't know how i feel about this girl it looks like she has a nice body not that that matters but for the purposes of this she's movie, a swimmer she is a swimmer yeah. and that's where we're, that's where the movie's going to pick up we're in Gainesville Florida present mm-hmm. day at a swim meet uh she is a, on the college ladies swim team and some kind of a relay thing i don't know anything about competitive swimming some kind of a relay thing going on and she loses and she's very bent about that and you can tell she's taking it very hard mm-hmm. while that's going on there is a category 5 hurricane mm-hmm. approaching Gainesville as is want to do. Now, this is reason number 142 not to move to Florida. For me, anyway. I mean, the Florida man tweets, if those don't do enough for you. <laughs> think about the seasonal hurricane season. Mm-hmm. The, the time of year where the roof of your house could very well blow off and crush an infant somewhere down the street. <laughs> That's a real thing, okay? That doesn't happen here. That just happens in Florida... Um, you know, up and down the Gulf Coast a little bit. 
eh, you're in the desert. Uh, it just gets really hot. And she yeah. goes and sunbathes until she, <laughs> until she looks like yesterday's bacon. And then that's about the end of that. Sinkholes. Exactly right, Raven. Raven must be in Florida. She knows what's going on. Wow. What, some of the dangers of living in Florida, not to mention the uh, bath salt zombies, which are also prevalent. They're oh, in yeah. Think about that. You get your fucking face eaten. Dude. I know. See, I'm going to let you guys recap, recap this movie as I couldn't stay focused on it last night. I, I mean, oh, you're okay. missing out. Well, no, you're, I mean, there's a lot. We're, hang out with us on this, Odd Mother, mm-hmm. because there is a lot to glaze over. And it's not to say that that's necessarily a bad thing, but you get a lot of cat and mouse action. Which is very intense, but at the same time, in the purposes of the story, it's like she goes around another corner, and then she's got to swim under some shit for the 38th time. What? It's the basement! (laughs) It's fine. No, it's fine. It's actually not bad, if you can hang on. So, uh, that's where we pick up, is with the uh, swim meet somewhere, University of Florida, Gainesville area. During the Category 5 hurricane. Now, as soon as our lead, a young lady by the name of Mm -hmm. Haley, gets done, and she's very competitive and very pissed off about losing her swim meet, Mm -hmm. uh, gets out. She gets FaceTimed by her sister in Boston, and the Mm -hmm. sister would like her to go check on her dad, recently divorced, because he's not answering his phone during said Category 5 hurricane, which is now causing the town of Gainesville to be evacuated, as it should. Yes. So, very well, she's kind of bent about that. She'd like to get the fuck out of there and apparently has been oblivious to the entire hurricane situation the whole time. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, all right, fine. I'll go check on dad because, God damn it, you're in Boston and you just moved on with your life and they're getting a divorce. Apparently, her parents are getting a divorce fairly recently because she's worried about her dad now. But apparently, they had a falling out. We'll get more into that in a minute. Uh, so she's like, all right, I'll go check on my dad. Now we get like... 10 minutes of her driving up and down the Florida freeway during like the preseason of the category five hurricane, which is to say it's, it's nasty out a lot of rain, a lot of wind, a lot of uh, things getting blown around and shit, but it's not quite to the point where you might get a stop sign stuck in your spleen just yet. (laughs) That is on the way. Stevesy's in the house. What's up, Stevesy? Hi, Steven. Talking about crawl, dude. Uh, so, but she's driving, everything's cool, she's listening to the radio, okay, mm-hmm. where's dad? First she goes to dad's new condo, because he had to leave the family homestead after the divorce, and the condo looks like, uh, it's pretty depressing, he's got a dog, but other than that, it's pretty depressing. A lot of empty alcohol containers, that's not a good sign. Uh, a lot of, uh, you know, trash strewn about, fast food wrappers, pizza boxes, mm-hmm. um, things of that nature. He, if, if there was like some porno laying about, then this could we could go to serial killer town here is what we could do. We're not, though. We're not. This is a whole other thing going on. So she's like, oh, God, FaceTimes her sister. Hey, dad's mm-hmm. not here. This place is really gross. Ugh. So she's like, okay, well, take the dog with you because this is the family dog that apparently he got custody of. Mm-hmm. Take the dog with you. Go and see if you can track down dad. Mm-hmm. So her next stop, and now the wind and the rain is getting more intense, is to go to the old family house. Uh, she gets stopped by what I'm going to call a highway patrol type of a dude. Yeah. Disaster. I don't I don't know. It's some kind of a hurricane 
I thought it was just it's the just cops. A cop? yeah. He might just be a cop. Yeah, I don't they know. They were just directing traffic out of there. But he had one of those swamp boat things that they have. You know. Well, the police have. Is that boats. what they have in yeah, Florida? Yeah, well, they I know. Have. <laughs> I guess just in Florida, that's just standard issue. Here's <laughs> you're a cop. Here's your big swamp boat with the big fan thing on the back. What do you call those things? Oh, there's a name uh, for them. Yeah, I know. A friend of mine fell back and lost his fingers oh, in shit. the fan. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. Well, does, does, please tell me that happened in Florida. I believe it, it had it, to have happened in Florida. Yeah, I was trying to think where he went on vacation that is somewhere. Probably the most Florida uh, finger loss accident. I ever. think they have those back in like Louisiana swamp land swamp area. Territories. Yeah. yeah, you need one mm-hmm. of those to get around because I mean you can't drive a car and apparently every time I see one on TV, it looks like they're doing about ninety-five miles an hour on those. Things. I know, and it just glides on yeah, water. Yeah, just whipping through. Fucking alligator can tip it right over. Fuck yeah, or a, even a good tree branch. Probably. Yeah, I'm Knock not going in that thing. thing. No, <laughs> they should be wearing helmets or life jackets or something, right? They're always out there with like white t-shirts and Ray Bans for Christ's sakes. Anyway, uh, cop stops her. He's like, "Hey, man! Oh, it's you!" He knows her. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out this is the sister who, the Boston sister's ex-boyfriend. So he's like, "Oh, it's you." Uh, oh, you want to go check on your dad? I can't. I can't let you in, man, because yeah. uh, we're we're getting orders to evacuate, and you know it could get dangerous. Don't want you getting hurt. Don't want to get an ass chewing for it later. So mm-hmm. how about you just turn it around, and I will go check on your dad later. So let's go with that. And she agrees. And then uh, 35 seconds later, she says, oh, no, you don't. Busts a Yui, goes through like a weird patch of uh, landscaping mm-hmm. and goes tearing down the road try to, right to her dad's house. Right. So that's dumb. That's a dumb thing to do. I mean, you want to find your dad. I get that. But at the same time, it's a Category 5 hurricane, dude. I've never seen a Category 5 hurricane, but it sounds goddamn scary, Monica. If my dogs are there, I'm going back for my dogs. I I would go back for my dad if he were still alive. I would go back for my wife, my kids. I'll go back for one of my dogs. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say which one, though, because it's, <laughs> it's not fair to the other one. Um, other than that, I don't think I'm going back. I don't think I, don't think I need to go back to, to, to the fucking Category 5 hurricane. If somebody says, hey, we're evacuating, I'm already gone. I left two days ago because I didn't like the looks of it to begin with. So that's all well and good. Uh, it's it's not that bad weather-wise for a while. Mm-hmm. Again, with the wind and the rain and, you know, things are getting a little intense. Goes back to uh, the old house. Sure as shit, his truck is parked out there. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck is this guy doing? Category 5 is supposed to be catastrophic, mm. Raven says, or Natalie says. I think Natalie is somewhere in that region. So I'm going to take Natalie's word for it. You know what? What What do you need? Like, if it's a Category 1, is that like the end of the world? Or is it... Is it a ascending? Is it a ascending? Oh no! Or the higher up it goes, the bigger. Well, thank you very much, John. It's nice of you to say that. So, oh hi, John. So I'll I'll <laughs> evacuate at like a category. I'll go category two. That's when I'm going to bust out. Oh. I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> I want to stay. No, what are you going to do? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm going to get a tree branch through your sternum. I want to feel what you that's don't want to like. feel. All right, you're a weirdo. <laughs> She's, she's going to get some kind of sexual gratification out of that. <laughs> no. Oh, it's a category three and a half. Can we knock it up to a seven? <laughs> Woo! 
She's out there waving her bikini top around like a fucking maniac. Uh, it's weird. Whatever. Anyway, she's looking for her dad, mm-hmm. not getting any sexual gratification out of the Category 5 hurricane. Um, finds a truck at the old family house. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, here he is. I don't know what the hell he's doing here. I'm going to go in there. Missed you on Nevada Day. Um, yeah, I didn't get to go to the parade. Oh, was there a parade? Yeah. Oh, okay, but in Carson. Yeah. yeah, they have a big parade there. Nevada Day is Halloween, and that's has something to do with anything. I don't know. I just go trick-or-treating. I didn't want to take a chance of getting a DUI. No, Cat 1 is nothing but a badass tropical storm. So I, I will go ahead and evacuate for, well... You would evacuate at two. I would have... I'll, I'll, I'll hang out for a, a Category 2, but I feel like a Category 1 is going to be enough to uh, piss me off because it's going to knock a bunch of shit off my house and I'm going to have to fix that. Yes, you would. At another time, that's going to piss me right yeah. off. But I'll probably hang out. Uh, anyway, so she goes inside, finds the family dog. Um, well, actually, she already had the dog. Uh, starts pooping around, can't find her dad. Dog starts barking at the basement stairs. So somebody's going to have to go into the basement, mm. and you're the only one there. So mm. down into the basement you go, mm-hmm. sweetie. Uh, she's got a flashlight, and it's one of those storm preparedness ones where you don't need batteries. You just wind it up real good, and then yeah. it works, which is good. That's a nice thing to have. Evac at two. two. See there? I'm I'm one step ahead of you. Odd mother, I'll evac at like a 1.3. That's when I start packing things up. I don't know if if it's like a decimal scale or like a one and three quarters type of a thing, but I'll, hey, I'll be ready. I'll be ready to roll the fuck out of there. I'll board up my windows and stuff first, though, if I have time. Anyway, uh, gets in there, can't find dad. Dog's barking at the basement. Down into the basement she goes. So, gets down there. This is a grimy fucking basement. And I have to assume... All apologies to anybody living in Florida, but I have to assume that that's what a Florida basement is going to look like. Dirt floor, a um, lot of old brickwork, a lot of pipes just kind of strewn about uh, in the ceiling. Florida's old country, and it's primarily built on swampland, so I would assume it would be very moist down there to begin with. Mm. And uh, she gets down there, it's all mucky, and she's like, oh, fucking gross, and she's got to crawl through a crawl space. And a bunch of shit. And she starts hearing a radio playing, like music. Mm-hmm. So she follows that, starts seeing bloody handprints on the piping and the walls. And she's like, oh, this is most ominous. Finds a, a loose screwdriver. Finds uh, her dad's tool belt just laying on the ground. Now she's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I suspect foul play at this point. Eventually comes across the unconscious body of her dad, played by Barry Pepper. Who, for the purposes of this podcast and the rest of the movie, we are just going to refer to as Dad. Because I don't think we ever got an actual name from him. Yeah. We I did? don't think so. No, it's just Dad. Yeah. Um, Barry Pepper. I think he's holding up rather well. He's he, got to be pushing at least 50. Oh, yeah. He's in his 50s. In his 50s. Mm-hmm. He looks good for for 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's unconscious though, and he's all pale. And upon examining him, we find he's got a giant gash coming out of his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "What the fuck?" But she can't wake him up to ask him what's going on. Yeah, it starts pretty fast. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, odd mother. So if they're talking about a tropical storm, I'm gonna start packing. So I'm not waiting for category two or evacuation orders. I'm ready to go. I've got, I've got the dogs loaded up and the kids. And the car is warming up in the driveway. 
<laughs> I'm going to play Mortal Kombat in my living room until the actual order comes through. But once it does, <laughs> gone. Forget it. Uh, finds her dad unconscious in the basement. Mm-hmm. So he's a big guy. She's athletic, but not all that, you know, she's not going to like do like a shoulder carry on him. So she starts dragging him out back towards the stairs of the basement. Mm-hmm. Gets to where the stairs are. The dog is upstairs, like barking at him. Uh, through the stairs comes a giant alligator. Kaboom! Yes. And I mean giant. This thing's like the size of... Uh, like a canoe or a pontoon boat or something. I can't think yeah, of Yeah, you bigger... didn't know it was coming. No, you didn't. And this would have been a good movie to have in 3D, I think. Oh, yeah. Because I probably would have pissed myself at this little scene yeah. right here. Uh, she's like, oh, shit. Um, <clears throat> alligator's like snapping at her. She's got to frantically like drag her dad back through the basement. Uh, gets him back. Again, the, the layout of this basement is a complete mystery to me. Other than to say there's a lot of pipes, a lot of weird brickwork that just kind of stands out for no apparent reason. Mm-hmm. And there is one part in this basement that is more or less a cage of piping where they're safe. So she drags him under those pipes, and they're kind of mm-hmm. safe in this piping cage area for a minute. Uh, everything's cool. Dad starts coming too, and he's like, oh, shit. Oh, what are you doing here? We got to get out of here. There's a goddamn gator down here, man. We got to, like, get out of here. And she's like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Fucking thing almost bit your crotch off while I was dragging you across the floor, you crazy shit. And he's like, oh, well, what are you even doing here, dude? He's like a... He's not a hippie kind of a guy, but every time I saw him, I just thought hippie because he's got, like, the big goatee, right? He looked like... I mean, Barry Pepper's got, like, a hippie look to him to begin with. But when you add the facial hair, you're like, unemployment line for you, sir. <laughs> he reminds me of our cop friend, Mitch. Yeah? Yeah. What, just like the face? The face, the eyes, no. except Mitch doesn't have a goatee He's right got, now. like, the full beard, right? Last time I saw him. I, You know, I haven't seen him for a while, so I don't know what he's got. Well, anyway, he doesn't look like Barry Pepper, I don't <laughs> think. Uh, so that's kind of wacky. <laughs> Gets him in the cage. Okay, now we've got like a kind of a siege standoff kind of a thing because the gator's out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're freaked out. They can't leave this little pipe cage thing. Mm-mm. And while that's going on, the rain is starting to pour into the basement and it's mm-hmm. gradually filling up with water. Now, during the initial smashing of the staircase slash pursuit of uh, these two, Haley dropped her cell phone which is a motherfucker. She had an iPhone, and she can see it just outside the cage, but she can't get to it because she knows the goddamn gator is just around the corner. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, she's receiving FaceTime calls and phone calls and all kinds of shit that she just can't answer. So mm-hmm. she gets ballsy, and uh, she's like, it's right there. I can get it. Yeah. And while that's happening, we keep getting these flashbacks to her at different swim meets and her being a crazy competitive kid and her dad being an impromptu coach and making her even more uh, competitive by telling her she's an apex predator. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, <laughs> is that healthy? Is that healthy for a kid? I to think be it is. that competitive? Yes. I don't absolutely. know, man. It, mm, I think you're, you're building an asshole is what you're building by doing that. How do you build great boxers? Well, if you want your kid to be a great boxer, I understand that. But if he grows up to a job in middle management and he walks in every day and he's like, 
Apex Predator all day. Mop those fucking floors. <laughs> you just, you are an asshole. That's all, you're not a great boxer. You're not a great human being. You're just a fucking asshole. And it's your dad's fault for turning you into one. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm back, my tablet out. Okay, well, thank you uh, for joining us again, uh, Godmother. We're talking about <laughs> assholes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, so that's kind of weird. Um, but she eventually crawls out there, grabs the cell phone, and mm-hmm. in a very horror movie-esque move, instead of running back in mm-hmm. to the cage, she stops, looks at the phone, looks around, starts walking, gets curious about where the alligator is. So instead of immediately dialing 911 like she should do, or better yet, getting back into the cage with the phone, she yes. starts kind of... Moseying about. Oh, I wonder where that alligator oh, is. Oh, look who it is. Oh. Tom Hardy. Hey, Tom Hardy's in the house. hey <laughs> Tom Hardy. <laughs> Talking about crawl, dude. So I hate this when this happens. Because, you know, it's it's kind of a horror movie trope where, oh, there it is. We just got to get out there and get it. Somebody goes out there and gets it and then stops and fuck, waits for the oh, big yes. bad wolf to show up. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened here. Mm-hmm. So now she's creeping around the basement with her cell phone. That she could use at any moment, or she could <laughs> just get the fuck back into the cage, but she doesn't. She's just pooping around. And eventually, the alligator spots her, chases her in the pursuit. She drops the phone again, and this time, the alligator stomps on it and crushes yeah. it. Oh, well. Well, I mean, it would be a pretty short movie if she, <laughs> if that little thing had worked. All right, so that sucks. Um, from there, we get some more uh, family drama. Oh, well, you don't come to my swim meets anymore, Dad. I want to, but uh, I thought you were mad at me, and your mom deserves to be happy, and that's why we split, because I was always, oh, it's my fault. No, it's not your fault. Family drama, which is what we get about this time in the movie. It's fine. It happens. Uh, things are getting a little hairy, though, because now the old basement is starting to fill up with water. Mm-hmm. Hey, Troy's in the house. What's up, Troy? Hi, Troy. Paranormal ambassador of the Padded Room podcast. That's right. So they're like, okay, we got to fucking do something here, man, because it's mm-hmm. getting pretty sketchy out there. So the plan is, at this point, she's a, she's a, a kick-ass swimmer. There's no getting around that. And apparently... Somewhere else in this basement is a like a pipe access hatch mm-hmm. or something like that where you can see the pipes going through the roof. And if you can get to it, you can lift up that, that hatch and that will at least get you back onto the ground floor of the house and away mm-hmm. from the alligators. Excellente. So she's like, I'm going to go see if I can find it. So she gets out there. Uh, gets swimming around, get another, again, the alligator like attacks her and she's like, oh shit, this time it bites her and it gets her pretty good in the leg. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, oh fuck, trying to get back to the cage. And this is where we find out there's not one, but two of Woo! these giant monstrosity alligators in the fucking basement. Yeah. Um, she gets a pretty good gash in the leg, manages mm-hmm. to fight them off with a bunch of random animal cages that are just haphazardly strewn about the basement. Weird, but whatever. Uh, Gets back to the cage safely, minus a little flesh from the leg area. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, about this basement. I don't know what's going on here, but there's like um, random brickwork missing from the walls in like what I guess is supposed to be decorative patterns. Yeah. Now, I have been to Florida. I've spent some time there, and I know that it's a very swampy, muggy place. And I actually enjoyed myself there. 
But I will tell you this, it's an environment that is rich with wild, with insect life. Mm-hmm. And if you're just going to leave open holes in your house like that, it's not going to take very long before said insects find a way in and make your life a living hell. And varmints. Varmints also. That's probably why all the cages were there. What exactly are varmints? I don't know. Like, uh, you know. Yosemite Sam is always complaining about them. Like, I don't know, raccoons. Some kind of rodentia, perhaps. Uh, Uh, What else can get in there? I don't know. Is Is a varmint like a... Possum. Do they have possums in Florida? I don't know. All kinds of nasty shit can get into your house because you have giant holes. Rock pythons. Rock pythons. Yeah, are famous for Florida. Uh, Silverfish. I believe herpes also can get into (laughs) your house. Think about that, Florida people. So they even have basements in Florida. I believe they do have basements in Florida, uh, Natalie, but... Herpes sometimes get into those basements. If you don't seal them up correctly, you can't just have open holes in your brickwork like that. Yeah, you cannot. Dude, you live in a hur- you live in hurricane country. Moisture mm-hmm. is going to be a problem. Think about black mold. Oof. Okay, that will give you cancer. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Regardless, uh, th- so that's what's going on. So now they've got because they have access to some of these decorative holes in the wall mm-hmm. they can see across the street where there's a gas station and there's some kids roll up on a, on a like a little pontoon boat so they get their flashlights out and they're trying to flag down the kids hey it goes ahead over here these kids are trying to rob the gas station mm-hmm. and they do so by carrying the <laughs> atm <laughs> out of the gas station the guy and a girl carry the atm out now i don't know if any of you have actually tried to lift an atm no, teenage guy and a girl, not happening. Uh-uh. No, it, it, it's during a hurricane, no fucking way. Were we supposed to believe that part because the water would lift it up off the ground? I would buy that if they had like some kind of a flotation situation <laughs> that they did. But no, he just like had it on his shoulder. <laughs> and she's just like carrying it like, hey, here we go. Let's put it on the boat. We got all kinds of cash. So we got three kids over at the gas station. Two of them are lifting the ATM. The other one is inside cooking himself a hot dog, which I respect because... Even looters have to eat. And who doesn't love a gas station hot dog? Regardless, um, pretty soon things get pretty hairy over there. They're trying to flag him down with the flashlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the, the kid that was lifting the ATM is like, hey, what's that over there? Mm-hmm. Goes walking towards the house. And they're like, hey, what's in the background? You can see his girlfriend getting eaten by one of the goddamn yeah. crocodiles. Yeah. In most horrific fashion, Woo! I might add. And that's pretty cool. I like that. Uh, he's like, what? Turns around, sees his girlfriend getting the fucking leg ripped off her. And he's like, fucking fuck. So he's like, uh, I got to get the fuck out of here. He goes running back. His compadre is inside, you know, raiding the Twinkie aisle. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, you got to get out of here. And then this dude just gets sucked under the water. And that's mm-hmm. all we see of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Hot Dog inside the gas station is like, well, I got my Funyuns. I got my hot dogs. I need, I'm going to go get myself a Mountain Dew. And then he's like, hey, where'd my buddy go? And then we see the pool of red water just outside the gas station. He's like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then here comes gas station crocodile to rip this guy into some serious pieces. <gasps> Was the girl dressed like uh, Gordon's fisherman? <laughs> You're exactly right, Odd Mother. She was dressed like she a Gordon's was. fisherman. But if you notice, once the hood came off, she uh, was a ginger but had cornrows, which is an interesting <laughs> choice. Florida. It's got to be a Florida thing. I don't know. Uh, regardless, so these three mm-hmm. assholes are now out of the equation. 
and uh, they were of no help to anybody at all. So mm. other than looting uh, and trying to walk mm. off with a fucking ATM, fuck these guys. Okay, that sucks. Now we're still in the basement with the alligators. Mm-hmm. Water's getting higher and higher. Uh, it's getting pretty intense in there. So we decide what we're going to do is try to get some kind of a diversion going. We're going to try to see if we can find a way to that escape hatch and get it open. Or it's not an escape hatch. It's like a weird piping access hatch or something like that. Yeah. Do you have a basement at your house? Yeah, we have a crawl space. A crawl space. Uh-huh. How many how many access areas to the crawl space do you have? Only one. I have one also, and there's only one. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, I'm not on. In, we are in no danger of flooding here at all. We live in a desert, for Christ's sake. And he lives on one of the biggest mountains. I live on top of a goddamn where mountain. rich people live. Um. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. This, this isn't my house. I actually murdered the owners of this house, and they are now in that crawl space. And it's been a couple of years. Nobody said anything yet. So I'm just going to keep living here until somebody figures it out. Yeah, you don't have to worry about I'm, a flood ever. I'm not worried about yeah. it. But regardless, uh, apparently this is another thing in Florida. Multiple accesses to the crawl space. So mm. she manages to get to the crawl space or the uh, access hatch. And she's like, well, we're out of here now, dude. I'm just going to open this fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Starts trying to get it open. Uh, somebody put a dresser on top of it. And the dresser is catching oh. on the lip. Of the wainscoting of the wall. So mm-hmm. this motherfucker is, it's, you got like a quarter of an inch open and then that's it. That's all that's you got. it. Which is cool because now the dog can come over and lick her fingers. <laughs> and that's like a ray of hope, I guess, in a weird way. So she's like, ah, fucking all this banging around is now attracting the alligators. So she's got to haul ass back to the uh, pipe mm-hmm. cage situation. And that's what she does. Very intense with the swimming. I like to do something in these underwater movies that some of you may uh, like to attempt. Whenever there's a, like a swimming scene, I see if I can hold my breath that long. I never can. And I get it. She's a championship swimmer, but mm-hmm. I like to try anyway. It's a little factoid for you mm. there. I, I tried it. I can only do one minute. I could, I could probably do, I don't know, minute and a half, two minutes, something like that. But I would, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not swimming like this young lady, obviously. Right. And any time I have to swim under something to come up on the other side, probably not. Probably going to go down there. Oh yeah, I couldn't do it. I'll freak right out, have a panic attack, and just drown <laughs> before I even yeah. get underneath. I'll be like halfway down. He didn't even try. Look at him; he's dead. He made it halfway down. He's already dead. God, fuck that guy. All right, anyway. Uh, so she gets back to the cage. Everything's cool. And they're like, oh, well, now what? Fucking fuck. Uh, mm. Good news, though. A sister's ex-boyfriend, the cop, gets curious because he saw her blow the barricade. So he's cruising by in his cool fan boat thing with a partner. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, there's her uh, Jeep, red Jeep Liberty. I'm gonna, I better stop here make sure, you know, see what's going on. So he goes inside and starts poking around. Hey, anybody in here? And they're downstairs. They're mm-hmm. in the ba- they can see him through the weird holes in the basement. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Hey, banging on stuff and trying to get his attention." Eventually, the dog leads him to the basement stairs, where mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, hey, there's people in here. Mm-hmm. What are you guys doing down there?" They get his attention. Like, dude, there's two gators down here, and we are proper fucked if you don't uh, do something about this. So he's like, "Okay," gets on the the radio to his partner outside in the pontoon boat. Who, okay, he gets the boat, the engine of the boat stuck in some weeds. So he gets out of the boat and he's like, I'm going to clear these weeds so we can roll. 
And then he looks across the way and sees a half-submerged playground with one of the swings, like something, like one of the swings is like a fishing line and it's got something. So it's like trying to jerk through the water. Mm -hmm. So being the cop, he gets curious and he's like, what's this? There's a swing over there, and it's, it's swinging without a permit. I'm going to write it a ticket or it something. It could be somebody stuck in there. They'd be dead. They'd be dead already. <laughs> and that shit can wait until after the hurricane. Regardless, he's like, I'm going to go check it out. Um, the chain on the, the swing snaps, and just as it does, we see an alligator tail like flip out of the water real quick. So he's like, that is a fucking alligator. I'm going to get back in a boat right now. So he starts hauling ass towards the boat, but he's like waist deep in water, so he ain't moving too mm, fast. Mm, mm. I, th- I think this is the uh, kill of the movie right here because he gets taken down, and we cut to an aerial shot. Oh, yeah. Of about four alligators just tearing this poor dude to shreds. Oh, I got goosebumps. That was bad. Woo! <laughs> um, real quick show of hands, or... Pole, padded room pole, if you will. Would you rather be killed by an alligator or a shark? I say shark. How say you? Oh, God. I'm taking a shark. Reason why, <sighs> shark will literally eat you alive, and that sucks completely. And uh, But the good news, though, is that there's a pretty good chance it's going to nick one of your major arteries, and you're going to bleed out <laughs> before you actually, you know... <laughs> Get take another bite taken. I out think of you. with the shark, you're going to drown anyway I'll, I'll under t- the water. You're going to do that with the, the alligator because what the alligator does, it grabs you and then it just starts spinning and thrashing until you're dead. Yeah, but four of them, oh my god, they're going to rip you apart. No, you don't want a whole pack of them. You don't, you don't want one, really. Oh no. Now here's a fun fact about alligators. And I know this from watching uh, the Steve Irwin show, whatever that was. Um, alligators, strong as shit. Their jaws are strong as shit, but only on the close part. Just the closing. That will that will snap a, a bone. But the opening, actually very weak. So if an alligator is in your house and you can keep from freaking the fuck out, which I don't think I could, you could really just grab it by the jaw with one hand and hold it closed. And they can't do shit after that. But the hard part is keeping it from, like, getting free and then biting your fucking dog in half or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, that's just a little factoid for you. So uh, as soon as that happens, uh, the other cop, the ex-boyfriend, is, like, you know, hanging out by the the basement door. Mm -hmm. Fucking alligator comes up from the staircase and does like a Samuel L. Jackson, uh, what was the shark movie? Um, uh, Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Pretty much same thing. Just up, grabs him right down, and this guy gets actually even worse, I think. Well, probably not. He, he dies worse because it looks more painful. Because this dude gets the full alligator treatment with the thrashing and the spinning and the fucking up and down and banging him into walls. And the whole time he's pleading for Haley to come help him. And he's like, in and out of the water and blood's flying everywhere. This is gnarly. And this is why I take shark over uh, alligator any day of the week. Uh, you know what? Take the leg off. I'll be dead in a minute. Uh, even if wait till after I'm dead and then you can go ahead and eat me. I don't care. But this fucking thing, it will almost half-ass beat you to death. Mm. While you're thrashing about in its mouth, yeah, and it's not it, it it it'll once it's got you, it's not letting go, man. It's clamped on, and you are you and that alligator are now 
somewhat best friends. Because yeah, just think if he just took your leg off after beating you like that. That's what I'm, well, you're already dead, dude. You've been drowned. He's drowned you, and he, yeah, he's got your leg, but still, fucking fucked, man. Hi, I, Mandy. That, hey, Mandy's in the house. That's why I say I would rather be, you know, with a shark, because... Shark will eat you, but it will take a limb off. You'll bleed out into the water, and it'll be it'll be much quicker than thrashing about in in you know in a swamp or a river or whatever. Because that's what it's going to do. It's just it's more or less going to beat you to death in a in the water. Which is oh, forget the whole fucking thing. What's going on, Cherry Snot? We're talking about crawl. Do you like alligator horror movies? Because. That's what we're in the mood for. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's pretty gnarly. Now the cop's dead, and there goes that chance of escape. So mm-hmm. that completely sucks. Um, what Haley tries to help the dude, uh, gets like a hand on him for a second, but of course in this chaos, it doesn't matter because nope. fucking alligator. And now she knows all of his little alligator friends are coming at her, and they're going to try to eat her and the rest of whatever's left of the cop, really. Mm-hmm. So she's like, fuck this dude, right back to the cage. Never seen it, though. It's a, it's a pretty good show, uh, Ooh, Cherry. Yeah, check it out. Anyway, she gets back to the cage, and now the ch- water at this point is about chest high. Mm-hmm. So we're running out of time, and Dad keeps pulling out his tape measure and measuring the like the depth of the water and looking at his watch as if to somehow gauge about how much time they have left. He estimates that they have about an hour before the basement is completely submerged, and uh, alligators withstanding, they're going to drown. If they don't get eaten in the meantime. So mm-hmm. it's getting pretty intense. Now, here's another weird thing about Florida basements, apparently. Mm-hmm. There is an overflow drainage pipe. I don't know structurally what this is supposed to do, but it's not really doing it. I would assume it was for would be for just this occasion. Yes. So that if the basement started to flood, it would all just drain through this pipe. Mm-hmm. But it is not. That's just not happening. I that don't know why. Backfired. That backfired big time because that is how the goddamn alligators got mm-hmm. into the house to begin with. But we're running out of options. So Haley's like, I'm a fast swimmer. I'm going to swim mm. over there to the drainage pipe, see if yes. that takes me anywhere. And he's like, okay, you do that. I'm going to sit here and bang on pipes and shit and try to distract him. Pretty solid plan. Pretty good idea. So he starts banging on the pipes, trying to get the attention of the alligators. She goes hauling ass towards this drainage pipe. What the fuck is going on with the drainage pipe? Because it looks to me like it's about it's about the size of a manhole cover, and it goes directly into their basement from somewhere else. So what I don't understand here is how they don't have alligators in their house every day, hurricane notwithstanding. It's a big hole in your house that anything can crawl into. <sighs> Right? <laughs> to include uh, human traffickers, uh, pedophiles, well, anybody looking to steal your laptop computer. Once again, this is probably why he had the cages in the house, in the basement. Get rid of the fucking drainage pipe. <laughs> it's clear, or, It clearly suits, serves no purpose. Or uh, block it off somehow. Your basement is filling with water and mm-hmm. uh, that pipe is not doing anything. There's no mm-hmm. water going into the pipe. Yeah, so, that was a little odd. Okay, whatever. Uh, she gets to the pipe. It's like weirdly backlit, like there's like toxic waste coming out of it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, starts looking around, sees alligator eggs mm-hmm. all over the fucking place, which means there was an alligator yes. in their house every day laying fucking eggs. Festering there. There Oof. you have it. Little little home maintenance could have taken care of a if lot I of If I had a basement, I would never go down there. Uh, I have a crawl space. I never <laughs> go down there. Well, except to put the real owners of this house down there. And that's a whole other thing. 
Uh, so she's like, oh, God. She starts going towards the thing. It's like uh, as soon as she gets there, another alligator is coming. So she's like, I'm going to fucking wait. But once she gets there, finds the dead body of the cop, mm-hmm. gets his gun. And she's like, I got a gun now, motherfuckers. And no sooner than she grabs the gun, another alligator pops up, bites her in the arm, and forces her to basically unload mm-hmm. the entire magazine into that alligator. So you manage to kill one. I don't know how many of these goddamn things are down there now. There's got to be like a baker's dozen at least. Yeah. Right? And they're just coming and going as they please. You know, this is like a uh, McDonald's drive through <laughs> to them or something. I don't know. I don't know what they're into. Uh, so she's like, well, fuck this shit, man. Swims through the drainage tunnel out into what I would assume is some kind of a playground area, which is now completely submerged by water. Uh, first thing she sees when she gets out there is just a just a gaggle of alligators just swimming about. And she's Ooh. like, oh, fuck this. They spot her. She mm-hmm. spots them. Another intense little race takes place. She gets to dry land before they do. Now, here's the th- here's another problem. At this point, water in the basement is nearing chin level, which means dad, who's still down there, has maybe, I don't know, four inches of breathable air before he's completely submerged. Mm -hmm. She gets out into terra firma, away from the alligators, and she's like, woo, it is windy out here. Oh, there's a helicopter. Hey, help me, help me, help me. Nobody helps. And in the meantime, her dad is dangerously close to drowning. In fact, actually does drown. By the time she gets back into the house, he is completely submerged and has actually drowned in the basement. Mm -hmm. Uh, She has to like crowbar her way through the floorboards, get him, pull him up through there and like revive him there on the floor of the old house, Mm -hmm. which that sucks. But at least he's alive and, you know, not completely drowned, only half drowned. So uh, that sucks. Now they're like, oh, we made it. We made it out of the basement. Okay. Very cool. So they round up the dog. They go outside where now, the, for the most part, the entire street is submerged. Now, what they should have seen when they went outside is the police pontoon boat thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't there. It's completely gone. Uh, what they see instead is the uh, ATM uh, kids uh, boat across the street at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Now, at this point, it's rudimentary. You've got a gaggle, I don't know what the plural of alligators are, but you have many of them between you and the gas station. Yeah. Get your ass upstairs mm-hmm. to the roof and sit down and have a beer. Thank you. Call it a day. Mm-hmm. These guys, not so much. Oof. We got to get out of here. Uh, those levees are going to break and when they do, we can't be here. So they decide they're going to start inching their way towards the pontoon boat at the gas station. Uh-uh. Bad idea. That's a bad idea. Terrible idea. They get halfway there. Now, I don't know if any of this is true, but as it's explained in the movie, alligators hear you, but only in the water. So with the all the noise the rain is creating, they should be able to mask their movement. And as long as they don't splash, they should be fine. They get halfway across the street to the gas station and the eye of the hurricane passes over them. And for a second, it's like a sunny day and everything's calm and cool for a minute. Mm -hmm. And then the eye passes and the wind and the rain and all that shit starts up again. So they start making their way across again. And uh, that's they she goes full apex predator on the alligators and out swims them to the boat. Gets in, gets the boat, gets back to dad. Dad throws the the dog in the boat. He climbs in, and then that fucking levee breaks, and it's like a giant tidal wave that knocks them right back into their alligator-infested house and overturns the boat and separates them. 
Mm. If they would have listened to me, <laughs> this wouldn't have mattered because they would have been upstairs and they would have been like, oh, that looks terrible. Mm-hmm. And they would have went back right back to watching TV or whatever they want to do. So uh, now they're separated in their house. So is their dog. Their dog is just cruising around somewhere. And um, she makes it to the kitchen and gets up on the counter. He makes it to a stairway. And he's like, hey, meet me at the stairs. And she's like, okay. Uh, Tries to make it to the stairway. Again, gets attacked by an alligator. This one's a particularly nasty customer. Bites her leg, but only does superficial damage. That's good. Gets to the stairway where dad has popped a uh, flare. The dog made it to the stairs also. He's like, hey, follow the flare. You can see me. And she's like, okay, I'm coming. Uh, she gets to the, the the staircase to the hallway where they can see each other. But then one of the alligators comes barreling at her. And because he's coming so fast, it creates like a wave thing, which slams the door on dad and locks her in her old bedroom with the alligator. She is like, oh, fuck this. Gets to her bathroom, tries to like shut the door on the alligator, but it's too big. So she gets in the shower and in kind of an ingenious move, the alligator is like banging on the shower door. So she opens it. Alligator goes in. She jumps over the top and then closes the alligator in the shower. I give her points for that one. That was a good, good way to go. Uh, She then gets out. Dad is still waving around the signal flare like, follow me, follow me. Gets his arm bitten clean off. That part was fucking nasty because the alligator has his arm. He's like not letting the, he's got a hold of the staircase banister. So the alligator can't pull him underwater. And really he's just got the arm. So the alligator just turns and snaps the arm clean off at the elbow. That was fucking gnarly. Special effects wise. That looked like, oh God, wow. Woo. Ugly. Uh, from there they get separated. Well, actually a helicopter shows up about this time. They get the attic staircase down and dad goes up. He's got, he's got an arm off now, but he's got the dog with him. She's like, go up there, get to the, uh, the roof. I'm going to try to signal this helicopter through my half submerged bedroom window. That doesn't make any sense because like the water line is only leaving her like 12 inches of daylight between the roof and the the water line. Mm -hmm. So there's no way the helicopter could have seen the flare through 12 inches, I don't think, from, (laughs) I don't know, a couple thousand feet up. But anyway, that's what she's going through, she's trying to do, waving it, and then another alligator comes swimming through Mm -hmm. and crashes right through her bedroom window. That would have been another great 3D scene. And now she's got to fight this fucking thing off. Actually manages to do like a like a juke move on it and gets outside and up to where the roof is. But that one follows her, grabs onto the storm drain that she's holding onto. But then like a weird, um, some kind of a piece of machinery or something comes floating past and it knocks that alligator off. And she's holding onto the storm drain by like just her fingertips. Mm-hmm. And then her dad pulls her up with his one arm he's got left. And then... They get saved by the uh, the helicopter, and that's pretty much the end of your movie. Mm-hmm. Why do I levitate six feet off the ground every time this podcast comes on? Because we are possessing you, <laughs> Jim. <laughs> Next week, your head's going to spin around, and your week after that, you get the uh, the pea soup treatment. Monica, what did you think of Crawl, baby doll? Oh, I love this movie. It's pretty intense, dude. I just, oh my god! It, Even the music, yeah, like when the you don't know the alligators uh, are there yet. Uh-uh. Oh yeah, it's a very dark movie. Mm-hmm. Like with the lighting and the storm going on, 
There's very little lighting in this movie at all. So make sure, if you're going to watch this, make sure you do it at night. Can't be any kind of a glare in the room or on the screen. Otherwise, you're going to miss a lot of it. Yeah, and water terrifies me already. Yeah. Like, swimming pools don't, but, like, the river, the ocean, a lake. Would you rather swim in the ocean or in a swamp? There's scary shit <laughs> in both not, places. I am not swimming in either one. <laughs> I would reluctantly take the ocean because I feel like in a swamp, I will get myself tangled up in some kind of plant life and drown without the aid of, a, of an alligator to bite me in half or anything. I mean, I'll still be dead either way, but... Drowning is it's much more oh, frightening. Tangled up in fucking plants. And swampland, you got the deadly bugs. snakes yeah, too. Yeah, snakes, bugs. Oh, yeah. All I, kinds no, of thank you. disgusting things. Mm-mm. Plus, there's probably four other dead bodies down there waiting the for you. Hypodermic needles in there. I'll swim in the ocean. No swamp says, um, Odd Mother's with me. She said, hypodermic needles? <laughs> what kind of swamp are you going to? Hypodermic <laughs> needles in the swamp. I'm thinking of like a Louisiana, South Central Al- Los Angeles swamps. Alabama. Apparently, holy crap! All right, easy. Apparently, this is the uh, the hero- Mississippi, the heroin addict swamp. Oh, what the fuck? She went there with it. All right, fucking bizarre. All right. Okay, well, whatever, whatever you're into, I guess. Uh, that was cool. I say it's definitely a good show. Um, mm-hmm. If you've seen a movie called Burning Bright, it is very similar. The only difference being, I mean, it's both a house with deadly animals in it during a storm in which people can't freely leave. Burning Bright involved a Bengal tiger versus the alligators and crawl. Other than that, they're very, very similar. Um, same general concept, trying to get away from this fucking thing stuck in the house. Um Burning Bright a little more on the CGI because you, you, I think that was made in like 2009. And I mean, you can only get a Bengal tiger to do so much acting wise, I guess. I don't know. Well, they did a good job on these alligators. These alligators were yeah. very convincing. Yeah, especially the water scenes where they're uh, swimming around oh, you. Oh, yeah. You Oof. don't want any of that shit. Oh, my God. All right, inmates, that was Crawl from 2019. Put that on your watch list. I think you'll enjoy mm-hmm. it, even if you're some kind of a heroin addict that hangs out in swamps. It's <laughs> worth a watch. We're going to take us a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff, though. G'day, mate. Welcome to Australia. Home of baby-eating dingoes, 100 different animals ready to kill you, Mick Taylor, Mick Dundee, and 20 other guys called Mick. <laughs> Oh, and the dumbest bloke on planet Earth. I'm Ben, and I'm here to learn about horror films. But fear not, I've come to help this poor special needs kid as I make him sit down and watch some of the greatest and not so greatest horror films out there in our podcast, Horror for Dummies. Hooray! So join us every week on the Pattern Room Network as we talk about horror films old and new and listen to some favourite tracks while we spray some spiders. So the question stands, where the bloody hell are ya? So jump onto your kangaroo and hop on over to the Padded Room Network. See you later, alligator. Well, I saw my baby
that the padded room network has in store for you. Well, if just by following the links below, you could find yourself in many worlds of horror, including Wicked Wednesdays with Alan and Shelley Easterling, Horror for Dummies with Tim and Jaleesa Davis, Who Will Survive with Paul Stevenson and Marco Pass the Resurrection of Zombie 7 Podcast with Ron Martin and Jessica Feeney. Dark History with Sarah Nowinski. Oh, and you cannot forget the Psych Ward with Darian and Mandy. There are so many frights for you that are just waiting a click away. Oh, uh, Igor, 
come closer with that cock monster. My, my anal juices are, uh, they're purging too much. Uh, go watch the shows. Uh, I mean, listen to them. This is a podcast. You listen. You don't watch. Plug my ass, Igor. I'm making no sense. <laughs> Laugh with me, Igor. Laugh with me. Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back. Monica? Yes. Should we find ourselves in a uh, house with a couple of alligators that is slowly filling with water? Mm-hmm. How do you? How confident are you in your swimming abilities? Oh, uh, well. Can you swim? I guess we should be oh, the first Oh, God, one. I love to swim. Can you swim fast is the real answer. Well, I think when you're in that situation, you swim your fucking ass off. I would imagine so. Yeah. But I don't. I mean, I can I can swim, and I can swim just fine. I don't know how they swim fast, though. They do. I don't think you have a chance. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Even if you're an apex predator all day. Even, uh, well, you might have a chance if you're that runner. Uh, you remember that thing they did on the Discovery Channel for Shark Week, where they had Michael Phelps race a great white shark? Oh. It was cool. it was fake. They didn't, I mean, the, what they did was they had him swim, and then they measured that against a shark. He didn't actually get in the water with a fucking shark. It would have been much better if he did. So who won? Um, I believe the shark did, but not by much. Huh? Well, I don't swim like him. Me neither. So I think I might just lose. I'm probably going to get eaten. But I like to think that I could swim faster than you. Thus, <laughs> while they're eating you, I could then make my escape. I was thinking if we had Buddy here. <laughs> Buddy would charm I, them. I Yeah, I'm like kicking Buddy in the balls and swimming out. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I mean, he's just so attractive that I feel like they're going to be drawn in by his animal magnetism to begin with. I don't think we have a problem. He'll they, be... they might just stop and look at his beard and be like, what is this thing and here? He's so positive. He's just going to be, you know what? Hey, guys, I'm going to go talk to the alligators. Okay. I'll be back in a minute. And then they'll be, he'll be like standing on them and yeah. they'll be ta- bringing him. You know what? They're not so bad. Once you get to know them, hop on. They're going to take us across the way to the gas station. I want you, I want you guys to meet my new friends, the alligator family. Get the fuck out of here, buddy. <laughs> All right, you wackadoodle. Are you ready for this week's Terradome matchups? Yes. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash him right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. 
with blackish eyes. The devil's eyes. To the Terradome. All righty. Let's start it off with last week's winners. Let's hear it. In singles competition, we had the Tall Man from the Phantasm franchise versus Frankenstein's Monster. The monster continued its advance through the crypt. Sentinel after Sentinel struck it and bored deep into its body. Unable to feel or even understand the damage it was taking. By the time it finally succumbed to its wounds, there was little left but a head, one arm, and a torso clawing its way through the dark. With a vote of 7-2, to two, the tall man advances <clears throat> over Frankenstein's monster. Alright! I get that. I like Frankenstein's monster, but... I, I don't know, maybe he's just too sympathetic. I feel bad for him. Oh. And I feel like he could be dangerous, but a certain, at a certain point, you're just like, oh, he's just lonely. You yeah... Know? Yeah, but on the other hand, he can't take out the tall man. No, no. There's no way. No. I think to, the tall man, I don't know why the tall man hasn't won championships yet. Yeah, I, because everybody's a hater. It's the haircut. They, I they, think it's the haircut. They want to hate the tall man I don't for know some why. reason. I don't know why. Whatever. Well, I, I know why. It's because <laughs> those movies were bad. The first one the first was... One, how? Even the second one, I, th- I liked I just don't know how you can hate... Well, I guess I see how you can hate on a did, franchise. Did you ever you... see Ravager? Yeah, I've seen that them all. That almost ruined everything for me. <laughs> That's how bad that was. All right, let's take a look at the team's competition. In team's competition, we had the Vengeful Ghosts versus the Lost Boys. As the darkness of the beach began to gather and coalesce, swirling around the surround, sur- swirling around and surrounding the young vampires, the negative energy had laid claim to the widow's walk and didn't appreciate trespassers, living or dead. The boys fought back but failed to damage the encroaching shadows. After the dissipation, there was nothing left but five well-dressed skeletons in the sand. With a vote of five to four, Monica. The ghosts advance over the Lost Boys. All right. You held the deciding vote. Mm. I hope you're happy with yourself. I am happy with I'm that. happy with yourself also because I, I took the ghosts. Very happy. Let's take a look at this week's matchups, shall we? I don't know if I like this theme song. It's very romantic. It's a little too... It sounds like an Alan Alda movie, right? No, it does it not. Does. Anything romance is going to equate Alan Alda to me, and I don't know why. All right. We are in the uh, Singles Division Asylum Conference Round 10. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not very good at writing things. The headboard banged against the wall as the girl struggled to loosen the restraints. Her efforts were futile, but she had to get free of the bed, the room, the house, and the two priests standing over her. That body didn't belong to her. That body never belonged to her. 
The demon Pazuzu had claimed it, and no mortal could break that bond. But men of faith had a way of loosening, loosening it in a way. True faith was dangerous. True faith had ways of doing things thought otherwise impossible, even to a demon. That was how Reagan was getting a foothold back into her body. The exorcism was painful beyond all measure. She would do anything to end it, including her own life, or even giving her body to the demon. In a brief glimpse, she spotted the mirror above the vanity across the room and recalls an old urban legend. Say his name five times into a mirror and the Candyman will appear to murder you. Anything to make this pain end. Singles competition, we have Pazuzu versus the Candyman. Monica, what do you think of that? Oh, I'm taking Pazuzu. I'm going to take the Candyman because uh, Pazuzu Mm -hmm. is... um, Really, he's, I mean, he's scary when he's possessing you, mm-hmm. but destroy the body and you're pretty much done. And I feel like a, a hook could take care of that quite easily. Oh. Just a thought. That is true. I mean, really, he'll possess you. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah, that so, is awful. That's terrible. You don't want that. But Candyman can kill the body. I'm taking Candyman on that one, dude. Let's take a look at the team's competition, shall we? Don't let me sway your vote. No, I'm just thinking about this. This one's going to get kind of (laughs) wacky. It's uh, the team's division, Asylum Conference Round 10. The apocalypse had come and gone. It wasn't nuclear or biological or some great war, as most predicted. This apocalypse rolled right off a Detroit assembly line and all over humanity. The first wave of automobiles to become sentient turned just after the passing of a peculiar comet. It didn't take long for the rest to follow and become hostile, running over humans every chance they could. The population centers fell in a matter of hours, small towns, days, and rural areas holding out for a month or two. Then the machines fell silent. Humanity, having been reduced to nomadic packs in the wilderness, was destroyed on sight. One small band in the Pennsylvania woodlands stumbles across a long-abandoned coal mining town. With the parked cars having been long ago rusted out, they think they may have found a fresh start in Silent Hill, a new beginning away from the motors of death. An air raid siren howls and the sky goes black. The survivors huddle together for protection. Dragging footsteps in the darkness followed by the sound of distant car engines growing louder team's competition we have the silent hill nurses versus the killer cars i would love to come up with a way that the nurses win this i don't i can't i can't do it and i if i had to defend them uh against killer cars um maybe they clog maybe the cars run them over and they clog the engine somehow i i don't know man i gotta go with the cars on this one monica what do you think God, this is tough because the nurses are already dead and they keep coming back. And the cars are obviously dead. Didn't... The nurses can actually kill themselves. If you remember Silent Hill Revelations, when uh, she was trying to get Kit Harrington off the operating table, and because they're, they're blind, they're just blindly swiping, mm-hmm. and they end up doing more damage to themselves than they do to anybody else hmm. so they can be harmed in mortal fashion 
I know, but they just resurrect again and again and again. The next time the siren goes off, they'll be right back on you. I'm just trying to think if a car explodes or you set it on fire, does the car come back too? Here's the thing about the killer cars. Hmm. Really, all you got to do is wait them out because they're going to run out of gas, right? No. You don't think so? No, because the car never ran out of gas. Well, that that was a different... (laughs) That was like a hell car, and that didn't run on... Stan, maybe it was electric or something. I don't know. This one I'm taking the nurses. Okay. Because they cannot be killed. I love that about you. I wish I would love to vote for the nurses. But if I do, everybody's going to call me a crazy bastard <laughs> and make fun of me, as if they don't already. Yeah, they can do that to me. All right, do it to Monica. <laughs> <laughs> the Mental Health Hotline uh, inmates is area code 775-387-0275. Or you can email us your votes at thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. Or you can just congratulate us on 400 episodes or uh, call me a um, smug bastard like some people like to do. It's fine. Whatever you want to say. Drop us a line. Let us know what you think. Uh, In the meantime, while you're coming up with a reason to email us, let us tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? So we've got a long-standing Halloween tradition in my house of two, three movies, actually. Uh, Night of the Living Dead from 1968. Mm -hmm. Watch that every Halloween while we're getting our costumes and everything on. Also, Dark Shadows from 2012. Oh, okay. Kids love that one. Mm -hmm. And What We Do in the Shadows from 2014. Okay. My wife loves that one. Also got to check out Little Monsters from 2019. Did you see this one? No. How it's, was it? It's not bad. It's it's the uh, preschool during the zombie apocalypse at the petting zoo situation. Oh, uh-huh. It's got some funny moments. Okay. It's got the chick from Us in it. Oh, okay. She is actually, she's very attractive. Uh-huh. And I don't think, I haven't seen all of Us yet. I'm looking forward to actually being able to sit down and watching it at some point. But in this movie, she's pretty hot. Uh, the Corpse Grinders from 1971. Oh, boy. Have you seen this one? No. <laughs> is it worth watching? You, It's terrible. Oh. Uh, what you got here is a, a couple of shady businessmen that are grinding up dead bodies and selling the grindings as cat food. Oh. Which is then causing the cats to become... Um, I guess hostile to, to to humans and started attacking people. Wow! It's yeah. Okay. It, it's something. <laughs> and hmm. then I watched It Follows from 2014. Oh, okay. That's all I'm looking at, kiddo. What do you got? Less than that. <coughs> all right. Uh, I got to check out the new movie Fractured. Oh, what do you think? Uh, it looks I good. I liked it. Yeah. I I had questions at the end. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I got to check out that new lady gangster movie called The Kitchen. That looks pretty good, too. I liked it a lot. Right on. Of course, I hated uh, Uh, Melissa. Only because, once again, she had to have a freaking bleeding heart, which causes somebody to get killed. Well, it's not her. It's her character. Yeah, but still. But still. Yeah, I don't hate her. I hate that she had to be like, no, he's just a child. Oh, God. Uh, I got to check out uh, 
another ocean movie, 47 Meters Down. The new one? Two. Yeah. Okay. Well, I haven't seen that one yet. What do you think? Uh, well, I just would like to say I didn't realize that all Americans, all American teenagers that move to Mexico are certified scuba divers and just can perform miraculously underwater. I mean, what other reason for moving to Mexico would you have? Right? Unless you're going to join a cartel. Oh, my God. I don't know. The only good part was uh, that dude, John Corbett, was in here. Oh, boy. He played the dad. <laughs> he, I like him. Nice. And uh, I watched another horrible stalker movie called Fanatic. Oh, uh, another you, John Travolta movie. Oh, don't watch it. I heard that it's actually so bad it's good. Would you agree? Oh, this was something else. Oh, okay. This was, I saw that one too, though. Okay. What is, it, what is this one then? This were? this one was just about a, a, a rapper who has the hots for a chick in the audience, and she's like a virgin, and she's like, oh, I don't do this kind of stuff. And he's like, oh, I promise I won't take advantage of you. Of course, it's a one-night stand, and she goes into stalker mode and kidnaps him. That's good. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm into that. That's what she should do, I feel. Yeah, like. that's what I'm going to do. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, if I were to have sex with a porn star, uh-huh. I would probably want to get as far away from her the next day as humanly possible. You probably want to go to the clinic the next day. Well, I mean, day. well, that's as, when I get... To where I'm going, yeah. then I'm going to find myself a clinic. But first thing, going to put some distance. Definitely not going to kidnap her. Yeah. And I probably, I'll probably still beat off to her on occasion. But uh-huh. for the most part, I want to, I want to, you know, keep that separation. Right on. Is that all you're looking at? That's all I got to watch. Beautiful. Let's uh, do a little immersion Ooh. therapy here, kiddo. Did you get to watch Assimilate? Uh oh. <gasps> Which which one was this one? Uh, small town, Alabama. Where they mimic the people? Yes. Yes, I did okay. see this one. Kind of goes in and out of found footage a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Immersion therapy. I'm not mad at it. Mm, it, it was did, okay. It was fine. It felt just a little watered down. You know what I mean? Like this may have been originally a made-for-TV type of a situation. Okay. I mean, you do get to see the one, the the main chick naked, kind of, <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> if, I mean, she gets naked, but you, if you want to see something, you really got to be, because it's very foggy and she's acting weird and. They're trying to cover it up, but I, f- I feel like if I was going to put some effort into it, I could probably spot a nipple in there somewhere, Monica. Maybe in slow motion or something, I could find one. Anyway, um, yeah, I felt it felt to me like every time they were going to get into the 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 nastiness, it stopped. You know, like every time, like when they go to uh, the the um, the soccer mom's house, and she's like, "You want to come upstairs with me?" <laughs> Both of you. And they're both like, uh, I don't know. Uh, 16-year-old Darian is going upstairs. <laughs> and 
I don't know if his friends are coming because he didn't have any friends, but, <laughs> but I know what's going on there. I don't know, man. What did you think? This is the one that was kind of like the body snatchers, right? Kinda, yeah. Yeah. That's how I felt about watching it. Yeah. It was okay. I wasn't mad at it. Yeah. It wasn't a bad movie. No. They could have used a little more um, more showing yeah. of the takeover. Or just, you know, maybe a little more with the gore. Yes. It wasn't very much. Uh it boils down to those weird CGI insect things. Yeah. Which. This was more for kids. That's what I felt like. Like PG-13. Yeah, it had like a Scooby-Doo kind of a vibe to it. A, a little, little bit. bit. But it was okay. Yeah. I mean, I've seen worse than this. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I've seen much better too. But you could definitely do worse than Assimilate. That was on Netflix. Uh, we didn't pick anything for this week. All right, inmates, your immersion therapy for the week is going to be House of the Witch. That one's streaming on Netflix. It stars Emily Bader, Darren Mann, and Michael Michelle Randolph, directed by Alex Merkin. A group of daring teens finds themselves in a fight for their lives inside a haunted house when a sinister spirit crashes their Halloween party. Hmm. That doesn't sound very good. <laughs> I think it's a teenager That's movie. That's what it's... I think we're going back to back with the teeny boppers there, Monica. Probably should have read that before I picked it. But that's what happens when Buddy's not here. You're stuck with me picking immersion therapy. There you have it, kiddos. House of the Witch. Check that shit out. We'll do the same and compare notes next week. Mm-hmm. Right now, we have to educate Miss Monica. Mm-hmm. Educating Miss Monica. Alan nailed me last night because, or not, whoa, that didn't sound Yeah, very, he didn't, like, that, that physically didn't, nail That did not sound very good at all, did it? Alan and I have not had sex at this time, although uh, I'm open to certain possibilities. Uh, Alan got me last week. Uh, I was, he never died. So I just had to come up with those clues off the top of my I head. I know. I still didn't get him. It's the alcoholic daughter, I think, was what gave it away. Huh. You know? That, that classic line. What did she say? Uh, a vagina is a coupon book for alcohol. Oh, <laughs> see? That yeah, applies to gotten it. a friend of ours that does something very similar to that at concerts. But regardless. Oh. Hey-oh. Mm. Monica, what are your clues for the week? Okay. Number one, released from prison. Two, fire red jewel. Three, terrible accident leaves him in a wheelchair. Four, settle the score. Five, as he cuts his nose and blows his brains out. Six, she is now falling for him. And seven, but the angel's sword ends it all. Uh-huh. I have an idea, but I don't think it's right. Because that angel sword thing fucking... Well, I mean, it might not be a real angel. It might be like a statue of an angel. Something like that. I don't know. All right, think about that, inmates. 
Uh, think about that. Let us know what you come up with. We'll do the same. She might have stumped me this time, but I got some ideas. Uh, in the meantime, I think that's about going to do us for the week. Join us next week for Haunt here in uh, Miss Monica Woo! Month. Monica's turning 28 this this <laughs> this month, so it's her birthday. She gets to pick all the movies this month. She She's going with Haunt from 2019, presently streaming on Shudder. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, head on over to Padded Room Podcast. Find out any paddedroompodcast.com. Find out anything you need to know about us, any of our affiliate programs, our Patreon link with all of our prize swag, and all the rest of the good stuff. If you have time, head on over also to iTunes if you could. Drop us a five-star review and put a little something in the comments section. That helps our visibility quite a bit. In the meantime, for Miss Monica, Buddy and Absentia, Killer Alligators, Prequels, Sequels, CGI Tigers, uh, Weird Drug Needle Infested Swamps, <laughs> may or may not also have condoms at the bottom, wherever you find such a thing, and the Padded Room Podcast, I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye! You have a great week. <laughs>